Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey, welcome to this episode. It's going to be a smasher. I'm joined by lovely man, comedian and superstar podcaster Stuart Goldsmith. He gives us an absolute masterclass in pano chocolat etiquette whilst we destroy quite the sushi feast from the mighty Itsu. First, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and, like a dweeb, ask you if you would, please, to spread the word about it. When you rate reviews and subscribe to the podcast or tell anyone in your actual life about it, um, you will find me inordinately grateful. And I want to make sure you know about some live shows we've got coming up. Live hooverings, where you can be in the audience and watch a, uh, watch hoovering happen live with a panel of brilliant people. This is so fun. I would love to see you at one. Uh, I am at the MAPS Festival in Newcastle tomorrow with the most incredible and huge lineup of celebrities. Local chef extraordinaires on the up and up, Anna Headworth. Seymour Mace, comedian, Ben Edinburgh Award nominated, uh, singer-songwriter Nadine Shah and uh, Charlie Hardwick off of Emmerdale. I know. Uh, We're in London on the 3rd of March in the afternoon, late afternoon, at the Vault Festival. Oh, you've got to come to that. We've got Ramesh Ranganathan, 
actual Romesh Ranganathan. We've got Manon Lagreve from the last series of Bake Off and Ashley Maguire, who is a badass actor off of this country. She's Mandy in this country. Um, she's been in Stenders, Harry Potter, oh, so many things. She's about starting something at the National. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Come, 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 come. And we're in Glasgow, if you're Scottish. On the, You don't have to be Scottish to come, by the way. You just have to live near Glasgow. Um, on the 30th of March with uh, Susan Cowman and uh, also Jean Johansson, who's the uh, host of Place in the Sun and lots of other stuff on telly and one more guest I'm going to announce very soon. If you want discounts to those live shows, why don't you become one of my patrons? In fact, if you've got any spare bucks, even just two bucks a month, um, that's how I fund this podcast, or increasingly I am able to. Um, If you go to patreon.co.uk forward slash the hoovering pod, you'll see uh, where you can swap anywhere from tiny to big amounts of money for rewards, including stuff like discounts to live shows, free tickets to live shows for some people, all sorts of crazy stuff on there, guest recipes, chances to kill me, loads of fun stuff. Be my patron. I've got big grand plans and uh, and that's the only way I'm going to do it really if you become my patron. I think it's well worth it. You get loads of cool stuff. Anyway, anyway, let's get on with this week's podcast. Uh, we are just about to tuck in as you join us and we're recording, I should say, upstairs in the brilliant Bill Murray, a, a purpose-built comedy venue in Islington, London. Tuck in. Lovely. We've just got a feast for a Mitsu. I'm going to describe it all. Um, we've both got a little bit of a perv on at the moment for the spicy tuna dragon rolls. Mm. So we've got one of those. Yep. I've bought the um, the vegan equivalent, the veggie dragon roll. Oh, you roll. won't have any of this. I've got this one on to myself. Yeah, you have. Nice. And I thought I'd have this one. Um, I think what makes the tuna one exciting, you correct me if you disagree... Is the pickled ginger element? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, so uh, as long as there's pickled ginger in the veggie one, it's still oh, and also the texture of the crispy onions they put on top. That's the bit I was going to say. And the problem there is that that belies my absolute lack of um, taste, really, because what I love about the spicy dragon tuna roll from yeah. Itsu is the fact it's got crispy onions on it. <laughs> <laughs> you can put on anything. God, it's so true. It could have been a hot dog, couldn't it? Have it would you have ever, been fine. Have you ever gigged in the Southern Hemisphere? Mm. In, in New Zealand and Australia, in, more so in New Zealand, I really noticed this. They have fast food sushi over there because Ooh. it's so much closer to Japan, I guess. That, Which, I've been told by so many Australians that we haven't got sushi down yet, but they've got it Yes, well, well, we have. I think we've got a sort of kind of realistic version of sushi mm. from the three days I spent in Japan not eating sushi. It seems pretty accurate. But fast food sushi where you go, here's some sushi and here's a load of mayo and here's a load yeah. of sauce and here's a load of hoisin. And um, like they really cake up the sushi, and it's God, it's great, real it's good, great, real good. So this, but this is this is a happy medium. So the the crispy onion bits, the texture of them is so oh, great. God, it's so magic, and whatever's in that yellow sauce they've got on it, that's like it's like a spicy mayonnaise. Yes. It is like filthy. So this is that, like you're saying, the street foodie version. And so, and we've got like a a thing that they're doing for veganuary. That's um, that's that that how that's on. pronounced. Is How are you meant to say it? Veganuary. Is that veganuary? Yeah, it can't be veganuary, can it? No, no, so I'm sure you're right. Oh my God, have I've I been only, saying it wrong? No, 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 I've never heard anyone say I that I say around. loads of things wrong. I could well be saying it wrong. Am I saying it? Did you just say, I, I, I says loads of things I wrong? Says, <laughs> I do, I says loads of things wrong. Losing your veganity, it says on the, it's nice. a bento box. Turns. Are you happy if I pour this oh, yeah, hot spicy satay? Oh, is it, is it spicy? What is it? 
I mean, I've not read it. I'm just saying what it looks like. It just looks like they're yeah. not. It doesn't say. I like it. It's buff. It's sauce. yellow. It's, it's the colour of a buff folder, isn't it? <laughs> it is buff. It's a. It's your. It's your. It's your nana's jacket. Mm. It's your nana's pumps from M and S. I've lacquered it on. I'll put an extra bit there for dip, dip, dipping. That's someone who's got a small child, isn't it? It's just called dipping. <laughs> right, I'm going in for a bit of drag and roll. It's it now, fun I'm, having to eat something you're already very familiar with well, and now describe I'm not it very familiar me. with it. This, this, no. um, this makes me think um, two things, early doors. This is as good as it always is. Good. I, I suspect the onions are less crisp. I think this one's mm. been on the shelf for a little longer, but it still works. still um, works. I've discovered this food recently because, for a long time, I've had terrible option paralysis with food. So I have to have... <laughs> make me sound pathetic. I have to have rules and structures in place to stop me standing in front of a cabinet of food until I almost for a day. tears. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. stress at the choice. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. because you love everything, though, and mm-hmm. you want to try it all, or just it's just because <laughs> you're not going to make decisions? <laughs> um, I do... I, I like lots of things, but... Um, it's more to do with the fear of getting it wrong. It's like right. every decision, this is, and it's not just to do with food, it's to do with everything. Yeah. Every decision for me is just a kaleidoscope of doors I could walk through. You can only choose one door, and there's a yeah. hundred doors, and you have to live with that for the rest of your life. Even oh. if it's a decision about like whether to get a juice drink or yeah. a Tropicana or a... You know what I mean, or a, or a, a soft drink, which you want, but you know it's full of sugar. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. I just... All of the... The, the the flow chart is just circular and I just stand there staring. So one of my rules is if you've got two options between a thing you like that you always have and a new thing you're not sure about, always yeah. go for the new thing. And that breaks, oh, wow. breaks me out of the deadlock. Right? New rule. Yeah. So and this is And a, how do you deal with the disappointment when it's a terrible choice? Um you just lump it. You go, mm. that was a terrible choice, but at least I'm not still standing there. So um, so this is a re- very recent, like in the mm. last two months, I think. Right. I tried one of these. I'd always, always had my eye on it. Um, I don't like spice. This says spicy. It's not remotely spicy. No. Um, and uh, this, I listened to the podcast you did with Carriad, mm-hmm. and you, you were talking about the um, spice and the fact it hurts a bit. Yeah. I'm not one of those. She doesn't. No. I'm not one of You're those not people. not either. Fine. Good for um, you. But this is, I'm, I'm gradually, as I'm getting older, I'm getting a bit more into spice. And this is a very comfortable level Do you think that's your taste buds dying off a bit? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I, I, think, I think scientifically it is. I think, is it? Uh, yeah, I think you're, you're I just think like older they sturdy people, up a bit where they've just, half yeah, of them are dead. You need more, it's like anything in life, you need more of the thing to activate yeah. the same receptors. God, so, it's fascinating. So you really, like, so I think I've moved away from being, that like, I used to be real, I'll have what I know I like, but never because I was picky... But just, I think often for me, it's like I've got to a point of hunger where it's like, just get in there, like you don't don't muck about. So I, for years, when I was a student and my dad worked in London, um, I'd all, I'd meet him every week for Wagamama's mm. for lunch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, it was when Wagamama's was quite new and exciting. Even though I find it still exciting, I, I still consider it new and exciting. Yes, and um, I was omnivorous then um, all the time, and um, I'd always get yaki udon. Without fail. Oh yeah, great. But now I mine think was, and mine I d- was am I udon, Ooh. and I would always sing am I udon. Yes, I am. <laughs> the tune of, um, am I evil? By even uh, when you went on your own. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs>
God, when I sat down to do, to do my tax return after my first tour right. and realised, oh, God, that's what I get in a garage every time because I get the receipt. It's horrible. You go, what was it? What was it? Oh, What's your nice go-to thing guilty. in a garage? You've got shame. Um, no, there's no shame. OK, OK. So the garage... Every uh, time I'm in a budget uh, hotel, 90% of the time, I will get a beef and tomato pot noodle, which amazingly is vegan. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, 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 they have you. Yeah. Um, so in a, in, a, in a service station, yeah. the thing on tour number one used to be uh, a packet of skips... Nice. And a dark chocolate Kit Kat. Oh, what hate, a snazzy little I hate, I hate everything they stand for. <laughs> I like a dark chocolate Kit Kat. And <sighs> as we as will become apparent yeah. throughout this conversation, I have the morals of a sewer rat. <laughs> like, I really, I am absolutely, a, I'm like, I try, I aim for that. I feel bad every time. Does that help? <laughs> does that bring the, does that stop exploiting the babies from the milk formula? Let's hope so. But God, I used to, I absolutely love them, and I have a specific method for eating my Kit Kat. Mm. Each of the four fingers is broken into a quarter, and you hold it in your mouth for as long as possible until it dissolves. And you don't want to because slow you want down, to crunch slow it. Slow down, slow down. This is really important. <laughs> so you get, so you take a finger off at a time. And do you like a milk chocolate one, or is it, you no. like that? No, not I mean, at all. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, in a pinch, but it'll be disapp- I'll be thinking of dark. <laughs> And um, but apocalypse time, you know, uh, or starving, and that was all that was available. You would eat a milk oh, yeah, chocolate. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. Ugh, milk chocolate. No, you no. prefer dark chocolate. Oh, I know. Fascinating. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Dark chocolate, chocolate orange. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. That was, it's red. The box is red. Yes. Now something got a flash. It's for grown ups. Not had one. It feels for like for sexy grown ups. Dark chocolate adult Lindor. edition. Oh yes, Special, the balls, the black the balls, balls, the little black balls. Oh god! And if you buy a packet of Lindor that are like. Not just your standard Lindor, any yeah. specialised, any speciality yeah. Lindor. It's like six quid a box. So there, it's a, it's a Christmas treat. That is a Christmas treat. Also, I think something that's <laughs> disgusting and brilliant and filth about those dark chocolate ones is because they're nowhere near. Obviously, just a million times less sickly. You can just you can just put so many more away um, <laughs> before you're kind of really re- reeling in discomfort. Um, oh, so 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 I want detail on the um, Kit Kat eating. So, do you take off each finger at a time? Do you take off one finger and then leave the rest in the packet, or mm-hmm. is this a process that happens on a spread out surface and all four individual? And then I'll talk, and, I'll talk you through. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to know how precise the quarters are, etc. You try to unwrap the Kit Kat using the little tear-away plastic red band in the foil. Mm-hmm. It goes wrong every single time. <laughs> so you, true. You end up tearing down from the little yeah. crenellated. That's not that's castle. Oh, let's go for crenellated. Crimping, I like crimping it. Crimping. You know those ones. Yes. You tear down from there. Yeah. And Just the very up, corner one. You maybe end up taking a tiny bit of the corner off. Such that you need to break it and then push from the bottom to get your one guy, to get your first guy. You've got to pop him up and sort of de-sleeve him. Unsheath him. Pop one guy up. Little nudging. I'm doing a thumb up. Do you get your thumb in there, don't you? Squeeze up, 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 up. Gentle, gentle, though, not to scuff it. Um, And then you bite the bit off and you put the... um, uh, You put the... Well... What you do is you put the, the, the other three quarters of that guy yeah. on your dashboard. Now, this is revealing the fact that I'm doing oh, this while driving, I which is... See. I'm not doing the... I don't think it's illegal yet, so it's It is, fine. it's 100% illegal. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, good to Can know. Can cut this bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't go into detail when driving. I'm, the flicking thing is done before, mm-hmm. we, before we pull away. Um, but so the, the Kit Kat is on. I don't think it's illegal to have a so Kit Kat on the dashboard. So you bite the quarter off. You, this isn't a dextral thing. That's no, I'm not doing fine. this one-handed yeah, yeah, yeah. with my head out the window. Oh, I mean, if it makes you feel better, I'm from the countryside originally. So at one point, I could roll a cigarette with one hand whilst driving. 
<laughs> wow. And in those days, it wasn't illegal. Yes. <laughs> um, it's, all, it's all about cultural context. Um, yeah, so then, and then, so hold it in your mouth as long as possible. So roof you, of your mouth held pressed in place by the, your tongue. Pressed up to the roof of your mouth, and then I suppose you're not Wait even. Wait for it to dissolve. You're not even. So it's not just, don't you dare chew. There's an element of trying to resist even sucking it. Um. No, I, think, I don't think this. You've got to no, swallow. You've got to swallow. This isn't a cut out. This is still fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not like a kind of. But it is. It's really fun to crunch it. But you've got to stop yourself. Um, and it's uh, that's good. And then after a while, by the fourth guy, you're. Um, it kind of hurts. Mm. <laughs> Weird sort of burning. Like it's not. It's not like a burning sensation, but it's a sort of a. Ugh, I've made the chocolate not very nice anymore somehow. The you, fourth still guy. The fourth guy. <laughs> I like that. Before, um, before I forget, yeah. I've got a new, I've got a, a Wagamama thing yeah. that you may not know about. Oh well, my God, tell me that. God, that's just reminding me of a something A Wagamama else. hat. Do you, know okay, in, okay, do, you okay. know in, do you know in Soho, there's a Wagamama development place where you go along and try new items that are experimenting with the menu? Excuse me, for free? No, no, no. no. It's, a, it's a Wagamama. It's just it's, the menu has Is got Is it not the one opposite of Soho Theatre? I think so, yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. They've always got a hundred, no, a hundred, I'm exaggerating. They've always got like ten vegan things on. Yeah, they, 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 they experiment loads of, I, I was excited. I went in there going, new Wagamamas, wow. Oh, vegan this, vegan that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but Heathrow Airport Ooh. before eleven AM Wagamama breakfast menu. What the shit? Yep, yep, yep. Um, and my favourite item on that is a sausage, a Wagamama sausage Ooh. wrapped in a what is it? It's kind of like a pan- it's a nori pancake. It's called a nori Whoa. pancake. So it's not just nori; it's egg as well. Um, a nori seaweed, right? Um, I think nori is the seaweed. Yes, but it's. But I'm not sure if nori is the seaweed or if it's the name for wrapping something. I got it. Okay, Do you know what I mean? I yeah, 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 the, yeah what it looks like, basically. Caucasian connoisseur of Asian food. <laughs> I love um, it. But I think it might have seaweed in it, but it is, it's definitely very eggy. It's like an egg right. pancake. Oh, great. And it's got your basic wagamama, lovely, like this, with spicy mayo inside mm. it. Holy Jesus. It's wow. incredible. And the, when you're in security thinking they're going to stop the breakfast menu, really adds a certain piquancy to the trip. Yeah. Oh, that thing you always do in airports where you're like, I've got an hour, I can have a sit-down meal. <laughs> you fucking can't. <laughs> You've got to throw that in and run. One of my main strengths. Um, okay, do you know what you reminded me of with your Kit Kat story, which I've never told on this podcast? When I was a kid, we used to have sweets called Jolly Ranchers. Mm, Are you aware of them? Yeah. Like boiled sweets, but really strong fruity flavours fuck knows what was in them it was the like, 80s they and were 90s. sours were yeah they were, they were really sweets. like intense we used to do a thing where we would put like four in if not six but her mouths were smaller maybe four flat side down so they're in horiz- horizontally mm. line them up along your jaw along your teeth and then press your teeth down like as the hard as you could of, oh god like like um like if you were having electroconvulsive yeah, therapy, exactly, like the rubber, like the guard that would go in, or if you were a horse <laughs> <laughs> about to endure some agony. Yeah, a bit basically. You'd make yourself a, a sweet, a jolly, a and a rancher. There's, there's a <laughs> perfect. Be jolly, but bit. you'd have to very slowly chomp down, otherwise they'd crack. And the whole point was that you sink your teeth. You just get enough give oh, and goo yeah. on them that your teeth would sink in really tight. And this is so bad for you. And then you. You'd all do it. You'd all look at each other's, and then you just try and yank your jaw, yank your teeth, like your bottom and top teeth, away from each other, and feel the pull and enjoy the pull. Oh God! As if it was going to pull your teeth out. <laughs> yeah. 
but it really was fun. It was fun in exactly the same way as it is to really poke a bruise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, um, <laughs> it's a shame your listeners couldn't see the eye contact with which you fixed me. On the Sorry. Tail, poke a bruise. No, I no, It was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I completely respond to and understand exactly that mentality. Poking a bruise, picking mm, a scab, that yeah, kind of yeah. hurting yourself. Like smoking. When I used to yeah. smoke, there was like, yeah, I'm, fuck, this is... This really is bad. Grotty. Ugh, this, is, this is killing me a bit. That's cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> There's no rules about answering this, but roughly in the last week, what are the best and worst things you've eaten? And oh. that question's meant to be as open as it sounds. Mm. Like, I have no idea what your idea of best and worst is. Sure, sure. Something might have just been a rush, it might have made you sick, it might have just tasted not great, mm. disappointment compared to usual, whatever, and mm. vice versa with how good it is mm. or was. Um, what's the best thing I've eaten all week? Well, last night I had a very nice... I like those, um... Now, what are they called? The Spice Tailor? Mm, the Spice Kitchen? I'm not sure. They're, um, pretentious, uh, curry sauce things, whereby mm. they're in three little packets, and you... So the first thing is just spices, ground spices and leafy spices, and you kind of fry them in oil for two minutes, and then you put your chicken in or your yeah. veg or whatever... And then you add the second one, which is like a base sauce, and then you cook that for five minutes, and then you add the next one. Um, so it's it's all about making a pretentious palaver out of um, basically sourcing a jar. But I quite like them. Well, even the... Um, I think they're amazing, and they're often very tasty. My cousin, Dan, who's very close to his, like a brother, he's, he's a real foodie, but he's got young kids, he's always in a rush, and they're like a staple in their house. I think they're expensive. Well, this is exactly it. We looked at the clock, we went, oh, OK, both of our children yeah. are asleep. It's 9.45. Christ, oh, what can God, we eat? yeah, what a nightmare, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Oh, my God, so you have was... got a little baby again. Oh, <laughs> 9.45 and going, shall we have dinner, darling? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. Whenever we have you dinner, can do we something have to be together. in bed. <laughs> in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, I don't know, I don't think I fucking said it was the best. What else have I... Had a very nice um, Indian again the previous night. I did some oh, cool. some gigs uh, in. I did some tiny, funny little gigs for a, thing, a charity called Belly Laughs that Mark oh, Olver cool. is involved with. Oh, someone was um, telling me about yeah. these. I had yeah, yeah. in so Bristol, I, and everyone was saying, "Well, you, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's a thing. Right. There's an area called Whopping Wharf in Bristol, which has got lots of little. It's like a box, you know, those container ship things. Mm. Not container ships, containers. Um, and it's a load of container ships all stacked on top of each other. It's terrifying. Um, so, you know, doing little gigs. And there's a place there called, I think, Gopal or Gopals, mm. and it's vegan curry. Mm. Really nice. But I, I had done a gig there to like five people in, in a space that would only hold four people. And, um, and so I popped back afterwards thinking, right, I'll get some scram to take home to the wife. Yeah. And, uh, and I and I said I didn't realise it was a vegan place. And I said, "Have you got anything with chicken?" And they were like, "It's vegan," but they were kind of okay about it. Yeah. And also, I probably blustered then and kind of like, <laughs> "It doesn't really say vegan anywhere." I mean, oh, here you no, are, here you no. are tricking the unsuspecting. You know. Pathetic. Yeah. Um, that was very nice. And pano chocolat, just oh. endless fucking pano chocolat. I Big into I, them. I have got there's like a ten minute bit in the the show I'm touring shortly from yeah. last Edinburgh about my inability to you know when you stop that's my that's my garage thing yeah. the, the last two years 
that's my service station treat on the way back from a gig or to oh, a gig wow. or just so out that of the house. means that you're not that fussy about the quality of the pano chocolat any because so, uh, no t- t- I'm t- honestly me, not I'm fussy t- about it to me it, about what I'll, level I'll we're talking about there's one. like fr- I've got a French p- place by my house that where it's you know you can pay for it but my god you know it's yeah. like it's been whittled on a, yeah. a grandmother's knee mm-hmm. level pano chocolat and then you've got the ones on the shelf in the post office mm-hmm. in individual packets. Oh God! Yeah, that like, don't go off until twenty fifty nine. Yeah, they're spun out of pure nitrogen or something. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I'm envisaging most services. Well, but then I suppose service stations and petrol stations have upped their game a little bit now. They've got they little. Have. They might be in with Wild Bean Cafe yeah, or exactly, M&S exactly. or something and have like they're the yeah. ones next. The ones I think my favourite ones are the ones next to the Costa machines. So whichever garage you have Costa machines, yeah, like it's. Uh, is it? It's not Hello Fresh. Is it Go Fresh or Eat Fresh? Some sort of nebulous, some gin, bullshit, some, bullshit, <laughs> some absolutely fuck all fresh about and, this. And they, <laughs> I, I go in there and I, I end up poking them with the tongs, going, "Which one is the? Squ- I like the squishy one. There's a particular consistency. Where I'm like, if it's too brittle, I'm actually not that interested, but I will still eat it. Yeah. But if I can find one of the ones which is kind of it has give. a bit of give. Oh, I God. know exactly what you mean because you don't want to get all crumbed. If they're brittle, once they've been sat out for a day, it means they were burnt in the first place, totally. doesn't it? Totally. Yeah, yeah. So the nice, a nice soft, fresh one, and sometimes they do two in a box for fractionally more than the cost of one. And I can't not get the box. Yeah. And I, and I throw it in the back of the car. I get one, and then the other one in the box, I throw it in the back of the car so that I can't eat it as I'm driving. Wow. And, and then I pull over and I go get it. <laughs> Have you ever actually done that on a hard shoulder? 100%. <laughs> and I mean, the thing is, me really happy. I, I think food-wise, I think, in, in terms of health, the health of the food I eat, you know, the, right. the kind of the value of the food, I think I've given up. Yeah. I really do. I, I never had stringent um, uh, guidelines as to what I would eat and not eat. I suppose right, I yeah, did. Yeah. I was vegetarian for a long time, about 14 years. I packed that in when I was 25 um, and just went, ah, bollocks. Um, and uh, and now I really think I'm at the, I'm eating my worst stuff. Like most days I'll have a pan of chocolate. That's not right, right? I think you've got a tiny baby and anything goes. You're running on fumes. Yeah. It I, must I be certainly... the equivalent of every day's a hangover. I remember yeah, noticing... Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> I think um, we have the a- 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 actual baby. I mean, my, the excuse wears thinner and thinner when you've only got one kid and they're nearly <laughs> three and a half. But ultimately, I, um, I, I notice... I, know, I obviously notice if I've got a hangover that I'm ravenous for shit. And that's your body <laughs> screaming at you for certain things that are... Nicely fulfilled by eating shit, mm-hmm. but um, I uh, every now and again I don't drink any alcohol for four weeks for a laugh. Um, <laughs> I haven't just, gone. Just I haven't gone check. seven days without alcohol since I started drinking alcohol. Really? Yeah. I, again, I've just stopped fucking caring. Yeah. It's but, awful. I, but I noticed during those patches, there'll be like a whatever, a hiatus where you're like, oh, it's nice to not have any days at all where you're not craving shit to eat. Mm-hmm. But then I'll crave it because of. P, like PMT or just because in the run up to a period or really tired anything less than six and a half mm. hours sleep which is, still happens quite often you're fucked and your body's just as fucked as if you'd had nine pints oh yeah so well, it's got to give yourself a break oh god also, I maybe I just, you just feel really like want I've those been, things I do really want those things and I feel like Have I've been giving things. myself a break I've been giving myself a, a pass for years don't feel everything. guilt about it then because you've got one life and you're just enjoying it 
That's true. Take That's all, true. Imagine taking all the guilt and shame and aspirations of a perfect life out, and then you've just got this really happy life where you're eating what you want. God, I think of that all the time. <laughs> I really do. I really, really? do. There's, well, we're, we're at the Angel Comedy Club upstairs at the yeah. moment, and on the wall behind you there is a picture of uh, Bill Hicks, and I oh. think, you know, you have bits of stand-up in your head that you, you think about all the time. And the Bill Hicks's bit about it takes X years off your life, they're the worst, you know, it takes 10 years off your life. They're the worst 10 years. I yeah. think of that all the time. Like, <laughs> enjoy yourself, and then you die. You die anyway. Yeah. And it's, oh, this isn't food-related, this is death-related. But you know, every so often a comedian will die, and it will be on the various comedy blogs and doing yeah, the rounds. Yeah. They'll be on Facebook, and everyone will go, oh, Blair, oh, they were good, I like them. You think, that's it, that's waiting for all of us. Yeah. So you might as well have a fucking pan of chocolate. <laughs> God, you know what? When you said a comedian will die and it goes all over the social medias, I thought, yeah, that happens. Someone will do a post about their terrible gig. Everyone will talk <laughs> Sorry. about it for a month. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, sure. oh, my God. But no, you mean actual die. Actual death. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's our only certainty, right? Coming for us all. Um, I feel like I should briefly mention what we've eaten. Uh, I have never had a veggie version of the dragon roll, and I'm a full convert. And I'm so I so I flirt with veganism, but I'm not one, mm-hmm. obviously, um, because otherwise I wouldn't know how amazing that tuna one is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm getting some anitsu, I won't even second think it. I'll just get the tuna one, and now I'm going to get this veggie one because it it was it obviously is missing a protein element. Mm-hmm. because there's no protein alternative but there's pickled ginger some really perfectly cooked sliced green beans avocado and it's the pickled ginger that makes these so cool and whatever's mm-hmm. in that mayonnaise and the crispy onions oh, it really is the rest good. of it might as well be polystyrene yeah Do you know I mean the, you only, it's funny isn't it the things you you eat some food but you only really you're only really eating it for that one often not even a taste but like yeah. a, a, a mouthfeel thing exactly. is there a word for that yet is it just do we say mouthfeel I'm feel? sure there is and I'm sure it's exactly the sort of word that I should have learnt for the sake of the podcast <laughs> um I'm all about I'm all about texture. When I buy clothes, which is not frequently, I will they have to be the right texture. I will I will Ooh. shop by running my hand along a rack of stuff. Really? Not solely that, but that's yeah, a yeah. big, big part of it. Mm. And I think it's the same with food. It needs to feel right, which is why those crunchy, crispy little mm. onion rings just compressing it's like a crisp sandwich, isn't it, when you press down on a crisp sandwich. Oh it's, god, yeah. Those crunchy things on the sort of soft white rice is like and the veggies were ace. Mm, the veggies were great. Broccoli, the tender broccoli stem broccoli is good. That satay sauce is so remotely spicy; it's perfect. I don't even think they can call that spicy. If I couldn't see flecks of actual chili in it, I wouldn't have known they were there. <laughs> I'm really impressed with the broccoli that they. Do you think they've steamed it? It stayed yeah, so definitely. perfect for the whole day. Um, I'm going to um, investigate the pudding items we've got. Sure, thanks. Some chocolate edamame, which I thought were vegan but aren't, but I'm going to try anyway. Um, edamame is the green pea yeah, bean thing. Yeah, but this thing. is so obviously these are, dried and covered in chocolate, so I'm intrigued. They so could the, be the actual bean's not the... Because I think of edamame in that Wagamama way as being, like, in the pod. But the edamame is not the pod, These right? have been it's, removed it's the from the pod and coated they're in... They're soy, they're soy beans, right? Yeah, basically. The source of so much for vegetarians and vegans. And apparently they make you infertile, but I've had all my kids! Yes! <laughs> yes! Fucking have, <laughs> have a packet, mate. Get in! By the sounds of it. Um, <laughs> and then I've got an Itsu salted caramel pod thing, but I've... Um, I know what they're like, and this is for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Big fan of salted caramel. That's my favourite Ben and Jerry's. Oh, my God. Oh, they do some really Again, great vegan ice absolutely given up. Me and the wife will just get... We'll just get. I've never eaten an entire... What is, it, what is it a pint of Ben and Jerry's? I don't know. A pint, a pot. A, a pot, small but pot. I, I suspect the pot is a pint. I've never had a whole <laughs> it's one. at least a pint, isn't it? I've never had a whole one, but they're, they're, once or twice I've, I've had to... I've had to sort of 
throw it or myself out of the room. Oh, God. Oh, my really? God. The salted caramel one with the... You know they do toppers now where it's just like a, a disc, like a centimetre thick disc of chocolate? Shit. The chocolate at the top of those ones <gasps> is the best. It's it's not even... It's like chocolate mixed with fudge or something. It's one, it's one mass in a disc... It's like a medallion. It's like a thing you've won. Oh, my and, uh, God. God damn it. That, a, a spoon. We've got these ridiculous Dutch thin spoons that are useful for nothing apart from this. Um, and you scoop just a one, one thin spoon's worth. It's like coring some oh, ice. Like, cor- yeah. like, like coring the, the permafrost, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, you, you get a bit of that, the, the thick disc, and then you get a bit of the... The salted cat, Jesus Christ. Oh, yes! We might have to go and get them. Get one after. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. They're, even their vegan ones are so good. They're, there's one with Oreo and peanut butter in it. Sorry, fucking so great. They know what they're um, doing, don't me they? Me and I'm my Jerry. partner will, if, like, that's like a proper mucky treat, is to get a whole tub of either Ben and Jerry's or Pratt dars and just just have, have, them, have a spoon, pass it back. Mm-hmm. Have a spoon pass it back and the whole tub is gone you know the ones that have got the core in them like caramel core they've got yeah. like a sort of swirly core down the middle it's like a little chicken one. oh there's a couple of them that's one of right. the things they they're do. Called it's core. A, a core thing um, but uh, <laughs> it's a running joke in our house who's going to be the first person to go the core has been compromised because <laughs> inevitably if you and I'm not suggesting anything untoward uh, about my wife's eating habits here <laughs> at all but she is not afraid to compromise the core in a way that you're like I thought there was an understanding <laughs> <laughs> all respect to her for compromising the core um, I like these edamame chocolates but only because there's it could be anything inside. It could be, that's exactly what I was going to say. It, again, it's like, it could be polystyrene, the actual chocolate bit. It's a nice chocolate. It's kind of, is it a dark, dark chocolate? I think it's dark. Um, um, it's got mustard and celery in it. That's quite interesting. And my dad worked for a, a wine company when I was growing up. And um, uh, they did a deal at one point with a coffee company. Mm-hmm. I'm not being um, BBC about it. I genuinely can't remember what the coffee company were called and I can't remember he worked for a couple of wine companies I can't remember which one it was but anyway bags of chocolate covered coffee beans came home mm. and I not knowing what they were devoured an entire sack as a child wow yes. Does that, do you experience caffeine from eating a coffee bean oh yeah I puked oh really yeah yeah pukes everywhere so you can just eat a yeah of course of course <laughs> of course you can <laughs> it's not like they're, it's not like they're grinding it and putting it in water yeah. creates caffeine is it They've got no it's much worse yeah I think it's it's pretty intense um, yeah, I've never even thought Ill. of that. Is it a, the crunchiness? Like, are they not horrible to eat because they're all sort of they just turned to grit? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty unpleasant. <laughs> uh, but the chocolate was nice, much like this. You know, it's just a gritty innard. Mm. Um, okay, and this so is what's a, this? what is it? A let's read it out. Roasted almond and seed spa with lemongrass. I would buy one of these if it was next to the salted caramel. This is your classic. We'll yeah. put this by the till yeah. item. And I would buy one thinking I was being healthy. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones they market it as a health bar. Yeah. And it's what's holding Still the roasted almonds and seeds together is sugar. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, I love the way that that's... It's fascinating getting a bit older and seeing trends in life. Like at the moment, everyone's nuts about mm. protein. Yeah. In the past, it was like fat's the enemy and now sugar's the enemy and fat's okay. It's and bollocks in large part. It wouldn't be changing all the time if it wasn't bollocks. Mm-hmm. Mm, I really like the chocolate covered things. Mm. Do you not, know what this seeds are? Not much chat about the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes a bit Holland and Barrett. Yeah. 
used to like Holland and Barrett. Used to like when I was vegetarian. I used to like their vegetarian Scotch eggs. Whoa! I used to do veggie Scotch eggs. They're quite nice. I'm sure they still do. I've only ever had the most heartbreaking food from Holland and Barrett, unless it's mm. an energy ball for after the gym. Yeah, or five HTP. You ever do five HTP? Five HTP. It's yeah, a drug. It's not, it's not a food. It's a drug. It's a combination of valerian root extract or ground valerian root and something else. There's something else in it. And valerian root is kind of um, is it is it nature's valium or something? Right. And then, but there's there's something else. It's valerian root and something I can't remember. Um, but it's um, like clubbers use it to replenish serotonin after wow. recreational drugs, and people with uh, mental health issues take it to give Doesn't themselves extra uh, extra serotonin. Yeah. Um, wow. I can't attest to whether H- or it works. I've 5 HTP. 5 HTP. And I used to know the science Just behind it. Just casually making a note. Something, yeah. <laughs> um, something about tryptophan. And it, but I think whilst you have it, you need to make sure you're having uh, bananas, milk and turkey or something. Right, that, right, thing, right. Things that have tryptophan in them, it then converts into L-tryptophan, which becomes serotonin. Or does it in that kind of yeah. Holland and Barrett? Like, sure, you could eat a thousand vitamin C things. You're only ever going to get manufacture like a yeah. finite amount of stuff. I don't know. Oh my god, so interesting! I've never been into any of those like herbal uppers and downers. No. I remember as a teenager, we we all went. At, we heard that St John's Wort would get you off your knockers. Mm-hmm. So obviously, everyone's straight down country oh, yeah. foods on the high street. And dry some banana skins. Yeah. Smoke the dry bits of the banana skins. And we're all like, I've taken one, or you can take another one. You're yeah, right. Go on, I'll have half. All of that. <laughs> Absolutely, fuck all happens. Yeah, um, and I, I've got, a, I've got a kind of. My mother-in-law is very into chia. She's chia, chia for every ill. Nice. Um, she's, she <laughs> properly reads books about. She properly reads books about seeds, but is an excellent cook. I'm sure she smuggles chia into stuff without telling us. <laughs> like thinking it's sort of benevolent, yeah. like the Joker putting something in the water supply I've got from it. Um, but my friend Howlin' Mad Bennett Thorpe is into. Um, He's the sort of guy that wears those trainers that are the shape of your feet. Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's that guy. Got um, it. Got it. He had, now. he had some magnesium spray. Oh, God. And he was like, have a go at this. And he sprayed it on my tongue. And I, I would almost recommend it as an experience because it's so fucking awful. But it's, it's, a, it's awful in a completely yeah. unique way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being, you've ever been tasered. Yeah. You've been tased? No, never. Yeah, so being tased is fun. And is it, it? it was in a social fun way. But only because it's completely unlike anything you've ever experienced. And this, magnesium being I sprayed on your tongue. I don't think I'd like being tasered. Do you like poppers? I don't. I hate it. <laughs> I, think it's, I think there's those things that lots of people do like, oh, hate it, love it. And I'd be like, I've only got hate. Yeah. I don't um, know if I'd love being it's, tasered. It's not that I... It's not that I love it, it's just the it's the incredibly unusual nature of it. Right. It hurts. It's like being, and I've never been stabbed, I guess it's like being stabbed, except With you know that. Knife. You know that it's done you no harm. As soon as it's over, there are no permanent effects. So it's like being able to touch a hot thing, and as soon as you take your hand off, you are not burnt. It's really Fuck. weird. Okay, now I feel like I have to try it in my life, getting tasered. I know I'm going to regret that. I wonder if there is scope out there for a sort of tasting menu of experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Like, uh, I've like read about a boiled this. egg whilst being tasered. Or something like that. There must be some there sort is. of... There is. In the same way that that restaurant in... Um, there's a restaurant in Farringdon where, called Don Le Noir, where you go and it's all in the dark and all the waiting staff... Oh, uh, yeah, OK. Um, ...are 100% visually impaired. And all so, of the waiting staff? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. That's and you have to just choose from I, three I menus say, of don't vegetarian let blind one. people work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What, uh, like, sure. The food, so you choose how adventurous you want to be if you want to eat whatever they give you. But the, the twist is, we chose the most adventurous menu this is years ago and it has stuff on it like ostrich and crocodile and very obscure stuff and you have to try and work out what it is and feeling your way with your hands it does sound one like a friend great it's a great idea but and lots of stuff was fascinating about it like you because the, the, the sound takes over so you had to concentrate so hard yeah. to hear what just your friend was saying and not to be earwicking in on someone else's oh, sure. conversation you're not allowed phones in there or anything so you really present in your conversation in quite a cool way in night vision goggles to make sure no one's behaving badly I have no idea what you think someone's shagging in the corner also hygiene question mark well there's hygiene question mark but I don't know I didn't think about hygiene question mark what what was upsetting about it was the food wasn't great and I don't know whether the food was just cooked you know it wasn't actually very well cooked or very exciting or very nice food when you've got an angle like that who gives a fuck what the cooking is yeah or the fact that if you take the element of eating out that is seeing it there's so much of eating happens with your eyes mm. if you've not got that you know you're not literally kind of like just John kind of, just it's w- like food but worse yeah. <laughs> you have to just wink it in yeah no you still get to eat it physically with your mouth but you not getting to look at it takes so much joy out mm. that I don't think I'd ever go back Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. In terms of hangover food, I like I do like a fry-up. And well, oh, here we go. So when I used to be a, a street performer, take a drink now. Yeah. At, um, <laughs> uh, in Covent Garden, we would routinely like there'd be like it was it changed at different times over different years, but roughly eight o'clock in the morning, you had to get there and sign on and do a lottery for who gets which show. 
And if you had like the 10.40 show, there's no point going back home. So you hang around in Covent Garden for two yeah. and a half hours before everything opens, really. So we used to go to the now-defunct Master's Diner on Henry Street, which, if you can imagine what Covent Garden is now, now it's all Apple stores. This was pre... This was when it was the Dr. Martin store on the the corner. It was a long time ago. Um, And Henry Street's right in the middle of it as well. Yes, right in the middle. But it was a proper greasy spoon cat. Yes! And... um, and me and all the street performers, who at the time uh, in, comprised, amongst others, Matt Ricardo, now known as wow. Variety Cabaret Guy, um, and then as well, but he's more, more often thought of as now, um, Peter Dobbing, yes, who would stand up, um, and me, and who else? Actor Nick Malinowski would occasionally be there. Wow. He's, he's done a bit. Um, but anyway, so the street performers would hang out and we'd take it in turns to have breakfast so that we could stay there for hours. <laughs> it, was yes. sort of, it was sort of a joke, but it was also what was going on. And everyone would have their own breakfast choices because you'd eat there very often. Yeah. And um, uh, on, a, on a weekend, I'd like to get... You'd add chips and you'd put your beans on your chips so the chips got all soggy. And uh, you could... My friend Richard Garrity has a, a thing about the chip bank, which is that if you've got chips and someone else is getting chips then they can take a secured... They can take a loan from the chip bank with security because their chips are arriving. But if you don't have chips on the way, you are sometimes permitted an unsecured loan from the chip you bank. You also need to, have, before you'll make this secure arrangement with their chip bank and your chip bank, know how they treat their chips. Yeah. Like you, they cannot be like a chip ruiner. Oh, yeah, it totally. Can't be, like, if you hate vinegar and there's someone who's... Ah, uh, yeah, 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 totally. Or, or yeah. you have to immediately get your security from the loan. You have to, with, you know, get your, your funds as soon as the chips yeah, arrive. So totally. You, my, my one used to be... <laughs> my, my, my perfect breakfast order, refined over years, was um, two poached eggs on two brown toast with tinned tomatoes and a sausage and a little bit of mustard on the side. Ooh. Matt Ricardo, eight hash browns and a can of Coke. <gasps> You're joking! <laughs> eight hash browns and a can of Coke. That's my brother James. He's all about the potatoes and Yorkshire. He's all, every variation on a yeah. spud. And that's it, really. I can't believe he's alive. Matt Ricardo, eight hash browns and a can I'm of Coke. I'm sure it was eight hash browns and a can of Coke. Absolute he, he, fucking pervert. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he may have been connected to some sort of self-care right. to do with some kind of... I don't, want to, I don't want to say medical condition, mental condition, but, you know, Matt. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but it was certainly, it was like, I do this because it was, I, I don't, I don't yeah, like to yeah. speculate as to what it was. This is the only time I'm, of day I'm allowed my carbs or some psycho some, something, shit like that. Something like that. Absolutely get it. I want to know when, um, from when you were doing street performing, did was did your act ever involve any food? And oh, yeah. Has, and, has any, oh, and has any ever been um, thrown at you? Or um, has anyone ever tried, tried to pay you with food? Uh, no, my friend Dave, the great Dave, yeah. he, someone once tried to pay him with food because Americans would often not understand what street performing was and yeah. someone once thought he was homeless and brought him a McDonald's after his... Oh. After his hey, we really enjoyed that. I hope things go better for you. And he was like, oh, things are going great. <laughs> yeah, shit. Um, but mine, no, this is an ideal setup because my big finale stunt used to be uh, eating crisps on a tightrope. Well, on a, on a slap rope. So I would get ten guys out of the audience to do a tug of war with a rope, five each side. And I would walk along the rope and balance in the middle, about two inches off the floor, because obviously it would pull and they'd yeah. have to you know, yank it. So I'd be doing some wobbly, low-slung slack rope, and I would uh, eat a packet of crisps and then burst the bag. And there was always, I always gave them a vote for which flavour. Right. So I started off with like... Um, 
I think they were cheese and onion to begin with. And then at one point I would introduce this idea, okay, you, you know, so like, okay, the, 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 the script is coming back to me, the script in a bit of But I would say we've got uh, cheese and onion, or no, we've got regular or salt and vinegar, and every single time salt and vinegar won. I would kind yeah, of force thanks. the choice because it was you the You dare brown them before. into giving you your Pretty much. Salt and but there choice. is something more dangerous about salt and vinegar, isn't <laughs> of there? Of course. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're sharper and kind of... You know, there's, there's, it's like a paper cut with salt and vinegar. Poor you know. old ready salted are a little bit strong and stable, aren't they, really? Compared 100%. to a, you could 100%. hurt yourself on a salt and vinegar. So um, I, would, I would routinely, yes, that's funny, that's, I completely forgot that. Superb. Mm, yum in my tongue. Five second rule, yes or no? Yes. You'd hesitated. Only well, you're cautious. Um, I, I the think hygiene I, question earlier makes me think you're a cleanlyman. I, <laughs> I want Kerry Godlyman to do a show called Cleanlyman is next to Godlyman. So I, it depends if it's sticky, and I believe again, boringly scientifically, it does depend if it's sticky. Someone yeah. did a big research, a big study into the five second rule. Oh, really? Yeah, and they said it, it is fine. Yeah. Um, as long as the food isn't sticky. I had this conversation with my three-year-old just yesterday because he dropped a chunk of apple on the floor in the car and I was yeah. like, "That's it's wet on one side so it'll have picked up all the fluff and he's like, but you said it's okay with... I can't remember the other thing. <laughs> Something <laughs> horrific. But you said it's okay with raw eggs picked up with your hands from the floor <laughs> of the street. Yeah. You said it was okay with all the raw vegetables. Um, yeah, and I was like, no, I can't, you know, I, I can't bear to look at you eating filth if I can't see it. Yeah, stick it in. And also now that I know, now that I'm a parent, I was going to say dad. I think it's maybe slanted gender wise. It when he doesn't finish his tea, yeah. I eat his tea. Yeah, and then he gets really angry because he's planning to finish his tea later after he's done some more playing. Yeah. So now we've had to we've got rules about stuff going in the daddy bin. <laughs> no. Nice. What you're not allowed until he's had like three three. Yeah, e- it's more it's more than I I have to check because I will if he gets down I'm like that's mine. I can't remember how old he is now. Two. Three. Oh no, he's the same. Almost three. three. Really, yeah, he's three. He's um, turning three in two weeks. Oh. Um, but it, there's, um, I find there's no greater thing to get the just the frust- if they're full they're full but if there's just a frustratingly little amount left there's no there's no greater way of getting them to shovel it in than the threat of you having it well that's always been my like that's hardwired into me because I yeah. felt that about my dad uh, my son does not care about that. That's no, crazy. really, he's, he's very, like you have it. He's, is he? he's, he's a psyops. He's a psychological warfare guy. You is just he? Can't, you can't break him. He's too smart. <gasps> and then what's he like? Does he like eating? Uh, yes, he does like eating. He has shreddies every morning for his entire life. Loves yeah. some shreddies. Loves scrambled egg. Do you heat the milk? Uh, what? Who some, people are, some people are putting that what in people? their lives. Um, Grace Petrie's. Grace Petrie's parents and her now for the rest of her adult life. Eating the milk. I'll try it tomorrow morning. Why would you do that to yourself? No, I mean, no, no. I won't yourself. try it. I won't try it tomorrow but morning. But do it yeah, for yeah. yourself. Yes, don't good, in, good. don't add an extra element of the yes. parent, the graft of parenting. Yes. That's yes. No. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for picking me up on that. Don't add <laughs> unnecessary things to the routine. This is. Oh my god. My wife does this to me all the time. She'll say to him, "Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go upstairs and see if Daddy will come with you and do a thing?" And you'll be like, "What? What? What? What are you like pimping out my participation in a thing?" I was quite happily sat. <laughs> Ask me. Please, rather it's than just, getting. Yeah, it's yeah. So, I don't know if you experience this. It's just the beginning of getting old, isn't it? Oh. So many things like this. I can feel myself 
turning into the sort of dad that will one day say, that's my chair. You, you just, all of that stuff, it's cliche for a reason, because you just want, it's so fucking difficult oh, to constantly Oh, and it all comes parent. back at you, you everything I... comforts. Yeah, I say all the things I said, thought, you know, I'll talk... I talk in a different way when I'm with him, and I can just... At the moment, I found myself... I know that it's um, hours, maximum days away from it being parroted back at me, but uh, if I've got... If if he's arguing and arguing with something I've said that's not going to happen, I, I at the moment, I can't stop myself. I'm annoying myself. I'll go, end of, Rudy, end of. And I'm just waiting for him to... Hey, end of... Because he get I, we get it all back now. You'll be like, yeah. we're going in this... I think we, we need to... We do need to go this way next. Whatever... Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, whatever. Everything they say, you taught them. Yeah. Awful, isn't it? Oh, it's horrific. The stuff they pick up. It would be ridiculous at this point not to just interject and say that the tour show that I have already referred to once, again, in an accidental way, I'm not, I'm not plugging no, no, hard No, no, go here. for it. I, just, I, I do plug in the outro as well, but, but I plug just, away throughout. It happens to be called End Of, so it's just really funny when you started shouting at me. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. Hashtag End Of going all over this. That is really funny. <laughs> Trump takes over the UK security post-Brexit and inspired Ooh. by the TV show Paw Patrol, he disbands our entire emergency services and swaps in puppies, almost entirely male puppies, who all giggle all the fucking time. <laughs> Obviously... Oh, what's, the, what's the other girl puppy? Not Sky. Yes, she's my favourite. Very good, she's great. She's brilliant. <laughs> but she's never in it. She's hardly ever fucking in she it. She's the most heap of fucking oh. shit. Fucking... Thingy she doesn't bay. get to live in the tower. Fuck I saw Adventure Bay. Just yesterday, I saw one where the two farmers that live in Adventure Bay, the yeah. front of their barn fell off. Umi. But it's really funny because they... It's obviously been done... We, we've got the English voice cast. And there's like, oh, I'm a farmer. And you're like, well, you're wearing a John Deere hat. Yeah, and your red wooden exactly. barn. It's yeah. like, oh, God, yeah. it's so sexist. Obviously, they've had the shit kicked out of them for it and they've had to introduce awesome Everest. Yeah. But she's not in the main cast. She's she needs to... It. Oh, it does not pass I, the best I like test. the idea of uh, there being additional... I tried to design other Paw Patrol members based on different emergency services. Where's <laughs> like, the AA one? <laughs> Flow and he turns up. That's a good idea. I had a ride in an ambulance. Sorry, this is not helping the podcast. But had a, uh, me and the boy went to hospital because he had breathing oh problems. God. He's developing asthma. We think. Um, so we were in an ambulance and we were talking to the nice uh, paramedic Emma, and um, we were. She was saying, "Oh yeah," because we were mutually discovering the fact that there isn't an ambulance one in yeah. Paw Patrol. It's all of the emergency services, but there's no. There's not like four sets. No one who's ever like, gets them <laughs> well, do they? Exactly actually? because there's, and that's what we realised. There's no peril. If yeah. there was an ambulance one, they wouldn't be able to do anything apart from put a plaster. They have some serious. They have a lot of things dangling off a branch or a cliff edge. But if you've got the power of earth, wind, fire, and flight, you're not. It's like Captain Planet. There's no peril because between them, there's nothing you're they can't do. Able to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I will say that I like the characterisation of rubble. Yes, the little JCB he's one. He's always asleep. He's, he's kind of plummy. He sleeps with a with a little kind of eye mask on, yeah. despite being the JCB one. Totally. And I think that's a sweet, gentle masculinity that he has, yes. which is positive. But I agree, the whole thing is fucking sexist. Good. So obviously, <laughs> that's what's happened. Okay, so remind me of the premise. I'm so, sorry. Trump's um, taken over. So Trump's taken over uh, uh, post-Brexit security in the UK. And so instead of the emergency services, he swapped them in based on Paw Patrol. He's seen one episode of Paw Patrol and was like, this is great. And so he swaps all our emergency services in for puppies, um, etc. Uh, obviously, actual puppies are fully ill-equipped to rescue anyone. So within hours, hundreds of people are dead. 
randomly he says he'll backtrack and use all the very professionally qualified and keen humans again but only if you and weirdly it does have to be you do 43 burpee tuck jumps all whilst on sand it sounds impossible but you do it you're a hero 43 burpees on sand burpee tuck jumps on sand High knee, t- where you slap oh, your knees up Oh, that's a burpee, high. and then in between you do a tuck. Yeah. Oh, God. 43. No. And you, you, you've done it. No, I don't think I have. Okay, yeah. okay fine, fine. I you've did, done yeah. it. I cheated. Um, and the, your your prize is obviously being like, you've rescued everyone in the world, so in, the, in Britain at least everyone's really pleased with you. But also your main reward is the feast of your dreams. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> your post-exercise in that kind of like, you can have a shower if you want, if you care about that stuff, but you, um, there's like a point post-exercise where you get this high and then this realisation of this hunger. And it's the most deserving. You're everyone's cheering your name. I want to know what you're eating, what you're drinking, who with, and if there's a where, then where. And none of the answers have to be ethical, healthy, or even possible. Great. Okay. Well, I'm probably drinking the Yamazaka. Ooh. which is uh, a Japanese whiskey, like the 15-year-old one. It's like 150 quid a bottle. Or something. Wow. I had one shot of it once, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah, so it might even be called the Yamaka. No, it's definitely the Yamazaka. I'm sure it is. Nice. And so I'll have one of them, and on the side of that drink, I'll <laughs> have two drinks. I'll have, a, I'll have that. No, do you know what? I'll have a Yamazaka and Coke. I've said my piece. <gasps> I've said my piece. <gasps> Um, that's You're going to death threats. Don't fucking care. <laughs> um, I uh, I just like it. I like the taste. So um, uh, so that's my drink. My food is... Is it starter main dessert? You can do what you like. Oh, God. I thought you fucking like have 15 wow. starters if you want. <laughs> Dude, I like the idea of having numerous uh, things. Um... Oh, I wish I'd, I wish I'd thought to. I mean, it's. I was going. You could have sent me the question in advance. Oh, this sorry. Is, it's, I mean, I should have guessed something like this. Um, <laughs> I love. I would have. We've talked a lot about sushi already, haven't we? I was, there's, you love sushi. There's Tanaka's is it? Tanuki's Tanuki's Cave which is a restaurant, a Japanese restaurant. I think it's still there. I don't know. It's next door to the Classic, which is my favourite comedy club in the world, which is in New Zealand, in Auckland. And they deliver to backstage. They do sushi to backstage, and you can time it and come off stage. So, yeah, um, some of that. Sanushi from Takis. Sushi from Tanuki's. Wow. So a bit of that. Um... On the side, I'll have a bowl of a thing I used to make when I was a, a vegetarian teenager and didn't know how to cook, and still don't. Um, but I would do a particular type of eggy bread, four slices of bread, and you put in between them uh, salad cream, layer of salad cream in between them, layer of ketchup, layer of salad cream, and then you cut them all into 16 bits. Oh so you, my you've God. got like 64 individual squares of... Uh, of eggy bread. <laughs> You're going to have one of them. I'm just going to have a big Has bowl of that. Name? I'm just going to have one or two of them. Didn't need a name. Never told anyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an exclusive. No, never said anyone about it. There we go. Now we all know. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Lovely. As a, as a vegetarian teenager who didn't know how to cook anything, the things I could do with the concept of cheese, beans, egg and bread in every wow. possible combination. So, a um, bit of that. 
Um, I'd like an amuse-bouche of uh, roasted tomato soup with truffle oil, oh. but like less than that little salty yeah, caramel. Yeah, product. just a little tiny, shot of it. Tiny little bit. Just a little shot. Um, line of wasabi. Why not? <laughs> the nose. <laughs> Why not? Oh, the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Jackass. Yes. Always wanted to try it. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, I love what a wild ride you're making. <laughs> Well, I think for some reason I've got it in my head as my last meal. I don't no, know. No, no, everybody does that, but it doesn't. <laughs> I think that's too stressful um, a time to try and enjoy a meal. And then, and then for <laughs> dessert, I, I mean, there must be. There's a thing my wife is fond of pointing out. We went to a lovely, what's it called? Oh God, it's in Brighton. It's a vegetarian place in Brighton called. It's not Mano a Mano or Meso a Meso, um, something like that. It's my word. Ah, my word. Check it up. Terra Terra Terra. It's not food for friends. That's a two, different two taste. words beginning with M. Terra Terra. Food for friends is what I was thinking of, and in my head I thought John. Yeah. Oh and yeah. yeah. Thought, uh, no, it's called Terra Terra. Terra Terra. Um, they Earth did. Earth. They did um, deep fried. Uh, deep Sorry, fried halloumi oh. with oh. sweet corn relish. Oh. And I think I was set, it was quite uh, fairly early on in my relationship with my wife and uh, I dipped one of them and I ate one and in a very nice restaurant on a Sunday afternoon I said fucking hell which <laughs> <laughs> she brings up frequently so, so let's not be a pudding item and I'm sure there's some perfect fucking pudding out there oh god uh, I went, we're waiting in Sicily and I wish we had, hear it but he's pointed at what's me what's it called what's it called it's gelato in a in a, a brioche Oh shit! I don't yes, know. Yes, it's an ice cream sandwich. They get a oh. they get a trowel of gelato <gasps> and they sling it in a brioche and then you fucking eat it. Shit! Yes. Yeah, I'll have one of them. Oh my god, where are you going? Who's going to be there? I don't care. <laughs> Fine. Just I me. Like that. Just me. Yeah, yeah, pants yeah. And just boots. you and pants and wellies. <laughs> nice. Say scrum diddly umptious. Hello. And then you can be in my podcast. Huge thanks to Stuart Goldsmith. What a funny and dear chap. Uh, he's about to go on tour. It starts at the very end of February uh, 2019. If you're listening to this live, you've got a couple of weeks. Go and see him. All his dates, he is going all over the place, are available on his website. It's comedianscomedian.com forward slash tour everything you could possibly need is there as is his podcast if you haven't listened to his podcast you need to get on that um i've just done it it's brilliant it's uh, comedians talking about comedy in glorious depth um, but you find out quite a lot about them i think from how they talk about their careers if you're interested in comedy at all and he's on all the socials isn't he at comcompod I'm on social media too. Uh, the podcast is at the Hoovering Pod on Insta, Twitter. Follow us up. Follow me as well if you like at Jessica Foster Q. And why don't you come and watch a live show of the podcast, or indeed come and see me do some stand up? I'd love that. I've got previews all over the place: uh, Leicester, Glasgow, London, Vault Festival, uh, Wells Festival, the McHuntless Festival in Wales. Come and see me do a preview as well. The best place to find out about all of this stuff in all live dates for hoovering and for my stand-up and the best place if you want to email me is just to go to my website. It's jessicafosterq.com. Hey, huge thanks to the Bill Murray for this episode, letting us record in there, and to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.